Nerds, 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 nerds. What is going on? It's Rod here, half the Dama nerds. Excited to bring you episode number 34, super special episode. On uh, my special. time, it is 9.46, May 4th, Monday, the 13th year of Sander. I'm joined as always by my good buddy, the co-host, MJ. What's going on, buddy? Yo, I just love the way you started that episode with, yo, nerds, 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 just like some like him <laughs> yeah. walking into like a fucking strip club being like, bitches, bitches, bitches. <laughs> We are so, but, but you know, oh, the excitement is pretty much the same as said man, because yes, this is a really epic episode. Everyone already knows who the guest is from seeing the the cover of this post and whatnot. Um, Hell yeah. I just, just quickly, I was just so excited about this because I was leaving my house, like, because for me right now, everyone, May 5th, Tuesday, one. 47 in the p.m. I just finished lunch with the family. So before I was gonna go out for a nice little walk and Just as I'm leaving I get the message from Rod saying like yo, 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 yo Got can we do a nerds recording like in a few hours because The man the myth the legend Keith Matsumura Wants to do an episode <laughs> and I was just like in my head like I was just like, oh my god! My wife was like, what happened? I was like, yo, legendary! <laughs> like, hold on, hold on, I gotta get like, gotta get this message out. And I was super excited. Keith Matsumura, everyone, is here in the virtual studio. Hey, yo, yo, yo. yo. Dude, what yo, is so. going on? There is Dude, so I mean much... So much mysteries wrapped around Keith Matsumura that everyone who is big in the Kendama scene, everyone who is just slightly in it, who've heard, who's heard the name Matsumura, this, you know, Keith Matsumura kid, you know, <laughs> quint, quintuple stilt flip, you know, he, he's, he's out there. He's out there, but we, we don't see too much about him. But you see those yeah. old, those old episodes, those old uh, videos of the Kusa team. You watch like... The World Cup, first uh, World Cup in 2014, and you see in the finals, there's there's Keith Matsumura just ripping it up yeah. on stage with some nice BGM to add. There's there's hell yeah, <laughs> there's so hell much yeah, we want to get into for today's episode. But first, just thank you so much for joining and reaching out and being like, hey, let's do this episode. Thank you, yeah. dude. No, thank you. I'm I'm really stoked to see you guys, and man, it's just a good time. It's just a good time. <laughs> right, right. Hell yeah! <laughs> it, it's gonna be so so much good times. Um, awesome edit for the uh, the Haley V2, the Bish mod, dude. Yeah, I was that, was. that was a great edit. I don't think anyone was expecting that, and I posted specifically to you, Keith, about that. Yeah, I was I was teaching Haley guitar via Skype. And because uh, I've stayed in pretty good contact with Haley over the yeah. years, and I, uh, I was just like, I just had the thought. I, I said, well, she was telling me, you know, I got this new pro mod coming out, and I was like, hey, if you send me one, I'll, I'll make a video. So she sent it to me. Whoa! And, uh, made a video. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much all it was. Yeah. That's Hell simple. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she, she, she felt like it would be fun. <laughs> You also made the music for that video, I know. So did yeah. you make that song specifically with that video in mind? Or was that one that you had already been working on that you just thought fit it really well and you decided to use it for that? 
Uh, no, I made it specifically for it, but uh, it was kind of like, kind of had this vibe where I was like kind of calling the song. I was like, Desert Flowers would be cool. It's like because Haley's living in Las Vegas now. She's, uh, mm. you know, living in the desert, this beautiful area. <laughs> she is I a live de- in the desert flower. Yeah. 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 She's a desert flower. But, you know, I'm living in the Cascades and it's like I didn't really have any like desert uh places to film oh, and so i was right. like what am i gonna i, I don't know and so i just kind of took the inspiration from i started filming a little bit and like there's these chi- uh i think it's pear actually pear orchards i don't even know actually there's some blossoms in there it's i don't know if they're pear or what <laughs> um, but yeah anyway i was just like kind of got the flower idea from that and i don't know just kind of made something one night so i kind of just made the beat and then I was messing around. Actually, there's a whole nother version of the song that has this. Uh, I was just messing around on my keyboard and I had kind of this like Andy's flute patch. And it's nice. this really like high mountain flute kind of sound, you know, um, nice. kind of mystical. And like I did this whole track like that first. And then it was like, and then I had these other beats coming in where it was like, instead of being more constant, it was kind of had some breakdowns and stuff. It was a little more dynamic, but it was kind of weird when I started trying to like think about putting the video to this. I'm like, what a, you know, so I kind of just made it a little chiller, and it came out being pretty chill. I even yeah. saw some comments. So you, was like, yeah. so, so you filmed the tricks first, and then created the BGM. I filmed probably half of the stuff in the video, half of the shots, and then made the song, and then filmed like half of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, no, I filmed most of it before. Really, just the last, like a last couple shots, and some like happened afterwards. So. Nice. What, nice. Were you saying that some people were, were commenting at the beginning? About- oh, I know, I, yeah. Somebody, somebody was like, oh, it's so melancholic. And I was like, well, that's not exactly the word I would use to describe it. But I see where <laughs> they're going. Like, it's just definitely an expression of some part of me at the moment. Just kind of like, yeah. I, was, I don't know. It, during the quarantine time here, I've been, I live on a hill. There's some good forests and like these orchards and stuff. So I've just been spending a lot of time like sitting out in the trees and the Trees, trees in the trees, just like (laughs) 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 just just being really chill and kind of introspective. So that's kind of what came out in the video. So yeah, dude, hell yeah, so good, so good. So it it works, man. Do you uh, still play Kendama often? Because I know what was it? Maybe the end of last year or mid last year, you released a few YouTube videos. Like, mm-hmm. out of the blue. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to, yeah. like, maybe vlog and play some Kendama, yeah. but I'm not going to, you know, go too hard <laughs> yeah. because I'm not where, like, Kendama is right now, but I'm just going to have fun yeah. with it because that's what it's all about, so... Yeah, nice plug. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> shout that's out Nick Mayo. If you Mayo haven't right seen there. it, I got to <laughs> shout out some Wenatchee Kendama team movies. Just shout out Matt Ballard. Yeah. Just the OG. Dude, if you haven't seen Wenatchee Kendama, I'm pretty sure we've definitely talked about these movies in nerd episodes. You guys are not nerdy enough if you haven't seen those videos. That's definitely the homework for this one. We we didn't get homework for the for the Rick episode, but for this one, guys, watch where we are and count me in. Like right. Can I give you even some further if you really want to nerd out, what you gotta do is you gotta find the Wenatchee Kendama team Facebook. And you got to go in the the Facebook videos, and you got to watch some old edits that are only available to watch that Dude, way. Dude, I remember some of those ones. There's some yeah. like old. Oh man, I forgot about those. So you just said that. It's been forever since I watched those. <laughs> yeah, I you'll, you'll see those. We're literally shit. like in junior high school in these videos. It's amazing. Yeah. Yo, I thought you were about to say if you really want to get to it and and learn about <laughs> the Wenatchee Kendama team, you got to watch. Count me in. 
and play like I don't know the white album backwards as it's <laughs> fucking playing through. Yeah. That would be deep. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> but yeah, so you're still playing Kenjama, of course, right? No yeah, one stopped. And so I mean. I have never stopped playing Kendama, but there was, I, I basically did, like, stop um, trying to, I stopped trying to impress anyone, I yeah. guess, you know, because I, I just, I took a couple years where, like, I, like, wasn't really on the internet, I didn't have a phone for, like, a whole year, da-da-da, and it was great, but, and so, in, during that time frame, too, like, can, like I just kind of shifted how I was living, and Kendama moved with that, so... Um, yeah, basically I still played Kendama. Actually, I moved back to Washington all of a sudden, like almost like the day or two after I was talking to you guys on Facebook, which is a whole story. And yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I moved back here, like really instantly took a backpack and I took like, I think I actually only took one Kendama. I took this, uh, a blue Mugen that I bought from Satoru Akimoto. Oh. And well, you didn't uh, take that- your emerald green. That's what I would. No, I, I just I just took this blue Mugen with me, <laughs> and and actually <laughs> once once I got here, I there was some kanamas uh, at my parents' house here in Washington and stuff. So I like still had a bunch of damas, oh, yeah. but but like the I actually stash. just I actually just played this blue Mugen for like like a year. Um, let me grab it. It's right behind me. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. This is the dark one? The the light nice. blue. I bet you. This is a guess, Rod. It's gonna be the light one. I, I think it's the dark one. Oh, well, let's see it. Let's see it. It's the dark one. The dark blue. <laughs> Here's there it is. Oh. That that Mugen you said that that Mugen was from Akimoto-san. You said yeah. So um, I don't know. Was I was I with you when you got that? Yep. Was Rod, that when we were, were at his house? Yeah, we were at his house. It was you, me, Rick, and Akimoto hanging yeah. out. We were yeah. watching sumo wrestling. And yeah, I, asked, we were. I, I straight up asked Akimoto, I, I just, I was like, you know, and he, he speaks like, he speaks some English, but there's kind of yeah. this, this funny communication. And I, I, I remember just, uh, yeah, just asking him straight up, like, can I buy a Mugen from you right now? And yeah. he bought down a whole box of Mugens. Straight up. Yeah. I've seen, <laughs> and, uh, he showed me, he showed me the receipt when he learned that Iwata was going to stop making them for the JKA. He showed me, he's like, here's my final receipt. Because he fucking took a picture of it, of all the Mugens that he bought, like, at the end. And it's just, like, all the colors, like, five reds, three yellows, dude, four whites, like... <laughs> and that was that box Guys, that you saw, probably. Back when, I mean, for those who are, like, maybe, like, a little bit newer of a player, I mean, this size was, like, the only size you could play for the longest time. Yeah. So, and there it, was and so, no like, thing like that. <laughs> and, and, and so, like, but these Kadamas were just so magical. I just still don't know what, what it is. You can see this one is, it was already played a lot, but now it's got the classic flat spike, you know, it's got the... Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, also, in that same moment, we bought, uh, I bought... I don't remember who all pitched in on it. The Chrome guys did for sure, but bought Matthew Ballard his first Mugen. It was a brand new white Mugen Ooh, from Akimoto. I remember Sun. that. Because because yeah. Ballard, legendary player, but he, you know, there's the whole Mugen thing. He just didn't have one. And yeah. uh, we were mm-hmm. going to European Kendama Open directly after our time in Japan, and Matt was going to meet us there. And uh, I mean, he was going to be there too. So um, we brought him and we surprised him. We got, I got the Chrome guys really pitched in and kind of was like a chrome team was buying it but also the Wenatchee homies you know and we presented it with him to him randomly and i'm sure he didn't expect that at all it was such a good moment 
That was those were good times, man. That was the year that EKO was in Denmark when Chrome did it in their yeah. own thing. It was like the Chrome event yeah. kind of thing. Usually the EKO is a part of the EJC. I'm throwing out a lot of acronyms. EKO means the European Kendama Open, and the EJC is the European Juggling Convention, um, which is a traveling like every year it travels around to a different part of Europe, and it's a, the biggest juggling convention in the world, basically in Europe. And usually the EKO is held there. Except for this year in 2014, when Chrome took it and uh, did it the Chrome way, is that what, legendary when, way? Uh, and that was Shima? the year Shima won. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah, dude. And, Shima, Shima, Shima Dara wins, and he just like took this pause, like took a breath, and then he just raised his hands. I did it! And it was yeah, just the best moment. Yeah, yeah, he was oh, just dude. like this moment of just pure just release. He's just like, I, I did it, you know, and like I bet, I oh, bet, man, dude, just think, thinking about it, like, you know, he's super old school, hard, well, old school, that's the only school there was. He was JKA, right? Through yeah. and through. So to have yeah. him imagine that, like him go overseas and like with this new reborn version of Kendama and he fucking wins this yeah. competition, I'm sure that was like the fucking best day of his life. Yep. I'm fairly certain Shima told me that that was the first competition he had like fully won. Oh wow! I, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure I remember that. I I hope I'm right. I'm pr- I'll have to ask him next time I see him to confirm. But I'm pretty sure I remember him saying that. Yeah. And, and like his like if you think about like that, that's epic for like someone like Shima. Yeah. Because like this dude's videos predate like Colin Sander and shit. Like straight up. Yeah. You know, like this. For those who don't know, if you look up his videos, I think it's called Extreme Kendama. Extreme Kendama. And those are like extreme they're, they're from like two thousand, maybe yeah. It's like two thousand nine. I'm sure we'll we'll throw it up on the nerds Insta at some point yes. so you guys can see it. But yes, yes, yeah. That's a that's, an addition um, to the homework. A but couple, that's a big one. I had I've had so many thoughts while we were talking about this. Um, I'm there. All there's too many. I'm gonna return though real quick to when we were. God, what were we when we were in? Oh yeah. So I was saying. Got on this blue Mugen because you asked me if I still play Kendama through this whole time frame, and mm-hmm. I do, but I kind of transitioned in, in this time where I didn't play a lot, but I would play just basically I didn't progress my tricks, or I wasn't really trying to. Actually, that's not totally true. I was still kind of working on stuff at that time, but I like kind of just was only working on the things I really liked doing, and that's kind of how it is to this day. Like, if you watched this edit I did recently, I just did a bunch of lunar flips. And like, <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, jump, and jumping sticks, and it's like, I don't know, it's just stuff I like doing. So yeah, and, yeah. and there's a few bonus yeah. clips too that uh, that I'll, I'll maybe I'll send them to you guys. You can get an exclusive bonus Ooh. clips on the Kenominers oh, from the edit. Yeah, they're, they're oh, like they're nothing oh, crazy. It's like me doing like candle flip and like some stuff like that. You know, <laughs> nice, nice. That's tight though. <laughs> I want to see those clips. That yeah. it'd be an honor to release them on the Dominard shit, buddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll send them to you. Man, at that European Kendama Open, I I, I was just think of so many things. I lost t- uh, to Yumi on a left-handed airplane. I remember. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And then, but I did yeah. get. I got second in the freestyle seven to spike against in the finals mm. against my homie Matthew Ballard. And so I remember oh, that whoa. was a sweet a sweet moment for me and him. Like take first Dude. and second at like a big competition was like yeah like. I don't know. It was just yeah. A good, that was good an moment. epic battle. I remember that. That was epic. And speaking of Shimadera, I remember this moment where uh, it meant a lot to me that I was going against. It wasn't against Matt yet, or maybe it was actually. And it was my turn to go, and I did a single, double, triple lunar flip, but it took me two tries. 
And, you know, it's kind of like Matt, like, stomped whatever he did, like, first try. But sh- and so two of the judges went to Matt, but Shima actually actually went with me on that one. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yes, Shima, like, respects, respects me. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. You know? Right? Oh, man. I mean, honestly, you know, like, okay. in a moment like that, respect from a dude like Shima does mean a lot. Yeah, man, absolutely. And, like, so I want to I wanna take it back real quick because we're talking about... Uh, Shimadera and you uh, going head-to-head in competition. I want to take it back to the year before that in 2013 at the Gloken Cup. Ooh, yeah. I seem to remember you guys going head-to-head. Was it, no, not the finals or semifinals, no. was it, well, that you were in? So the Gloken Cup, for those of you who don't know, was a pretty OG contest because there was a quite a lot of people there, but it was a precursor to the current World Cup that we have now. Yeah, um, and right. it was testing out that format. It was the first time that format was done. And so um, yes. um, I can't remember the name of the guy who won. But uh, I know that I actually <laughs> went against Akimoto-san. And um, I can't remember exactly what happened if he got third or I got third or what exactly. Maybe he got second and I got third actually. And oh, man. He went against I'll hit, the final I'll hit guy. him up and ask him. Yeah. I think that I think that might have been the case, honestly. Yeah, I have I, a video of it somewhere. I just remember I, that. I used to. That but back but at that point we were just doing round one tactics. So we did like five tricks only in two different rounds, but uh with the point system, but there was no squared points at that um at the Glow King Cup yeah. number one. So but yeah, I think I placed in it. And but I can't yeah, remember exactly did. how it went down. I know it was an epic battle between me and Akimoto-san, and then I know that Taku was there. I don't know if he won, maybe, mm-hmm. or Ooh. did Taku it win? Wasn't or was Taku, it wasn't Taku. No. no, Taku didn't win. It was another JKA homie that I still to this day can't remember his name. We've talked about this, and I still never looked into it yeah. to figure oh, out whoa. his name. So sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, homies. I can't. I'm I'm dropping the ball on this one. New homework. Um, but yeah, so I think the reason I confused it now, now that you're talking about it is coming back. I think I went up against Shima because I also yeah, okay, somehow yeah. made it to the finals that year and I got knocked out immediately by Shima <laughs> forcefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That same year. I remember, no, no, no. Please, please, please. Oh, I, I, I was just saying that same year we went and did right before that. It was probably, I don't know when the JKA Cup or like, you know, World Championships happens now, but it happened like a couple days before the Glowkin yeah, Cup that they, year. They've been doing that. They try to make them close, even though yeah. they don't like to collaborate. They like to have everybody at their events. It's a weird Yeah, it makes dynamic, sense because if yeah. there's a bunch of foreign players traveling so far, they may as well catch them while they're there, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, but it, it yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I remember, sense. I remember going to, that's the only time I've ever been to the JKA World Championships, but that was quite an experience too. How Man, old? How old were you back in those days? At that time, Keith, I was uh, probably eighteen. And was that your first time in Japan? Yeah, yeah. It was so epic! Oh my gosh! I just remember <laughs> the first thing we did is we went straight to somebody. Uh, let's see, Ta- Tamatsu and Alex Smith and Kristen picked me up uh, from the Osaka airport, and they took me straight to. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Um, the Kendama Sensei. Uh, uh, I mean, the Kendama Sensei, right? Who is that? Uh, oh gosh, Rod, you were there. Who is this guy? Oh, it was um, uh, Tomotsu's Kendama Sensei. Yeah. Oh, um, the flute. Why am I spacing on his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay, look up another homework. Look up Kendama of a poor. Uh, Kendama. Ima, Imada-san. Ah. Imada-san. 
It's yeah. Imada. Imada-san. Uh, portrait of a Kendama sensei. Matt Ballard did yes. this sweet video of him while we were there. Anyway, so the first thing we did is we drive straight to this guy's house and uh, Tomoyuki yeah. Matsuzawa is there with these crazy bubble <laughs> machines. <laughs> And and these like and I just remember being like in this like super OG like shop like with this kendama sensei and all these Japanese people and there's like these bubble machines going off and there's like all these legendary kendama players and like there's some of my homies Dude. like from Wenatchee there too and I'm like what this is crazy you know Dude that was an epic time like that that was I'm, if I remember correctly it was like a big gymnasium that mm-hmm. was like a like a martial arts gym or some shit that that this yeah. dude was living in and he like taught kendama classes out of it. he has a duffel bag full of the oldest the most beat kendamas you will yeah. ever see in your life oh. except Some... like it's not beat like you know you'd think like oh yeah they got concrete slammed and there's chunks out of them i'm like no these things have been beaten by moshikame yeah, so, yeah. like i like some of them like the big cup like oh we did that nerds live where i was showing some of our damas in our uh, collection my mm. battle kendama i showed you guys my big cup was beaten where like half the rim is gone that wasn't even close to what some of those ones are fucking beaten. like the big cup is like gone yeah yeah, it's yeah. gone no more. because of so much motion comment <laughs> and they're still doing it fucking better than than i'll ever do uh, yeah but, dude yeah that that's that video man that ballard made was epic that was that was a really good Good one. That's another yep. good little piece. You guys, you nerds are going to have a lot of homework after this episode. This one, yeah, it's going to in quarantine. It's, it's lockdown. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Time to buckle down, nerds. <laughs> yep. So, Keith, did were you sent over there by Kenjama USA? Or was that on your own so, time? So, the story with the first time in 2013, um, I, I, I paid my way because I won DamaFest. And yeah. I got a thousand dollars, and so I, I remember. I was waiting to bring that up too. I remember yeah. I was like, you know, Tomatsu and Hajime were there, and I remember just like they were kind of invited me, like you should come, and I was like, well, I just won a thousand dollars, like I'm coming this summer, like I'm doing it, like that's my ticket, you know. And it wasn't quiet actually, but um, and then my parents <laughs> helped me out. So and, and I don't remember. Jero probably did help me out that time. He helped me go, you know, he helped me out so many times. But uh, I don't think that time specifically, I think it was more or less like I, I paid my way, though. Yeah. Mm. Man, that was like the the Dama Fest thing. I was going to bring that up, too, because you had a little string there of like just like spanking people at events. You were you were winning everything for a little while there. And I don't know if Dama Fest was the first of it, but it was one of like the bigger ones for sure, where like the bigger ones started coming in. And then right, right. Right before KWC and stuff. Yeah, we'd come off of, of uh, there was the um, battle in Seattle, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. I think at the time might have been like the biggest like North American gathering. It, w- it was Just one of what, them for sure. Yeah, there there wasn't so many so many events like competitions happening at that point. So it was kind of this freestyle mm-hmm. where like so that was kind of organized by Gus Carstens at the head, OG right there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, and so there was this kind of we were doing competitions so different than we do them now, you know. We were doing speed ladders, <laughs> dude. Yeah, for real. But the Dama, but Dama Fest was an eye opener because we did it in the JKA style, you know, head to head, head to head drawing cards style, which was. Uh, and then and then Brandon Meyer got second, uh, mm-hmm. and then 
Brandon Meyer got second again somewhere at the next battle in Seattle. <laughs> and then he got like second again somewhere. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry for you. Like, <laughs> dude, he was cursed for like a while. He was Mr. Second Place for a I while. Mean, no on, way. on one hand, that's amazing because he was constantly killing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And he wasn't like hand, losing like, by oh. like a lot. Like he was he was giving the winner a run yeah. for their money every time for sure, yeah. too. He, he like, got second to like you know. Bonzatron at the next battle in Seattle. And uh which was like the entry of Bonzatron into competition at that point too, because that oh, was the, the yeah Ken, that's true that was the Kenko tour happened and converted okay, okay. the Ken Garden Roots tour and yes, uh, it did. and met at that battle in Seattle, which was like a which was another crazy <laughs> event. Oh, whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So how oh, how were, how did those things go down? Because me. Uh, I was not aware of any of those events happening at the time. I only saw after the fact, and as well as I'm sure a lot of people who are into Kendama now listening to this podcast, like, what were those events like? How was was the energy? Maybe, uh, Rod, you would have a, a good hand in this because mm. you've been to current events and those ones in mm-hmm. the past too. W- what do you feel is like the same? Is just the size of the uh, the attendance different? I mean, yes and no. I don't. I don't know if the size of attendance is even that much different, honestly. Because like, there was always a lot of people down back in the day too. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe I'm underestimating. There's more people these days, but um, I definitely like. You're talking about energy wise, man. Like there, were, those events were hype back in the day. It was it was the first time the for chain. all that shit, man. So it was like <laughs> just this massive gathering of like all these dudes you've only ever seen online. You're like. Who are these? Are these, these are real people, man. Like I'm fucking hanging out with them. Like holy shit. Like yeah. this is cool. Yeah. Like we're talking about Dama Fest. Like that was the first time I had met a lot of you dudes too. Out outside of my first trip to Japan, um, like I remember walking into the Kusa yeah. warehouse and I met like you know Turner Thorne was there, Dave Mateo was there, you were there, like uh, Rick was there, Smith was there waiting, like Jero was in there. There's uh, TJ was there. There was wow. so yeah, many everyone, these, yeah. like, because dudes, uh, Jake Weens, like all these dudes were there, and I was just like, like that's the first time I'd like been in this room, and like that, like all of those people, like not just them exclusively, but the people within Kendama, like we bring that energy to this shit. You know what I mean? And like that's what makes these events, and that's what makes mm-hmm. that energy. And, like so, it doesn't matter if it was ten years ago or. Like the first MKO or this MKO, like the first MKO was just as rowdy as the last one. Uh, <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? I, like, I got an MKO story <laughs> at some point here. All right, let's <laughs> drop it. Let's hear it. MKO. What okay, year? so yeah, so fire away, at the, buddy. At the, it was it was the last Kendama event that I've been to was an MKO actually. And as I was leaving, I've been I've been wearing Bonds Bonds and I switched hats for like uh, the whole weekend or whatever. But and so I was like trying to get my hat back. <laughs> Um, and so like, it was actually a Terabini. And, um, and so I was like, he was in the lobby. I'm leaving at like five in the morning. I had like a really early flight, but people have been partying all night. And, uh, uh, so I'm there, I'm there in the lobby trying to switch my hat and Bonds is like, here, just hold on my stuff. He's like, actually hold, like, hold on my clothes. And he strips down into his underwear and gets in the fountain in the lobby of this hotel and starts just like, you know, paddling in the fountain and like. Literally in, in, in the, in the okay, lobby okay. of this hotel. And I'm, like, trying to leave. And, like, I've got, like, Bonds' stuff. And I was, like, like dude, like, what's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that moment. That's so funny. You just happened to come in on that Bonds moment. And he just 
yeah. fucking brought you in on it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I mean, you know, so, sorry, Bonds. Uh, actually, you, you don't care. Um, you know, we were also <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, you know, we like went, got to like almost to the roof or to some like part of the hotel that was closed off and like getting worked on. Like we knocked over this toilet and like broke this toilet like all over this. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shenanigans happen, man. That's what yeah, I'm saying. It really did, like, yeah. yeah, it didn't ma- doesn't matter what year. It's all these rowdy motherfuckers that are into this shit that when we all get together, we're all pretty rowdy, honestly. Um, it's but crazy. the uh, speaking of events back in that <laughs> earlier time frame we were talking about, I yeah. think especially for like Battle in Seattle, that first one that I was talking about, and the that uh, Dama Fest. Uh, we'd all been interfacing on the internet, you know, yep. and it, I feel like it was just in this time frame where it exploded into in-person events, and it was just, you know, like, Battle in Seattle was pretty independently organized. It was just like people would be like, uh, just contact the companies, be like, hey, I want to throw an event, like, uh, you want to sponsor it? Like, throw your logo on it, you know, and it's just like people started to do that, and yeah. uh, I think Gus kind of was one of the first people to just reach out to all the Kadama companies he could and just be like, hey... Like, we want to do this event. Like, what if you got your people to it? Like, do you want to sponsor it? Like, mm-hmm. it be, could be sweet. And so, like, Rod and, and Rick and, you know, I'd been, like, knowing them on the internet and all these people. So just like Rod was saying when he walked into the warehouse and suddenly, like, all at one time meets, like, all the Kendama players. It was kind of like that. It's like, yeah, it's like suddenly you meet everybody at once. So the energy was off the chain because we'd been cooking for a little while on the internet, you know? Yeah, and yeah, suddenly yeah. We, yeah. Suddenly, we all really got to hang out with each other, and it was just like, I mean, it's just, it was mind-blowing, actually, because it's like, I don't know, all these people where it's like you're getting so hyped off of the tricks they're doing, and back then, too, like, everyone was doing, like, I don't know how it, is, how it was in Japan at that time, honestly, but for North Americans, as far as we knew, like, the first time this trick's been done, first time we've seen a double lunar flip, you know, like, okay, okay, first yeah, time yeah, we've yeah, totally. seen a triple, you know, like, and it's just totally. like... Like Matt Ballard, like doing inward double inward lunar flip of like I've never seen this before, you know, like yeah, and, and it's was... just like, I, and I mean, if we went deep, we could nerd out on all those kind of like things. So it's like we're getting so hyped on the internet and that kind of stuff. Like Rod, like he's doing some of the stuff I've never seen before. Yeah. And like so that I'm meeting this guy, but also in the same room are twenty other people. Like where it's like. Oh my gosh, like right, I nerd right. out over your stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, and most of those people are all experiencing the same moment that you are too. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. You know, <laughs> this, this kind of things haven't really happened yet. So it's like, that's why the, just, oh, oh, and I, oh. And I, I think that same thing happened when we all like first like started making it to Japan for, you know, like, I, I, of course, a, a lot of people haven't made it, but like when there was bigger competitions that, that foreign players were getting interested in going to Japan for, uh, I think mm-hmm. it was the same kind of thing, but interfacing with Japanese players. And it's, you know, like very much so where it's like, oh my gosh. And for me, it was really, it was it was more of like, a, uh, I don't know, it, it's a less pure stoke and more like, oh my gosh, look at all these living legends like Shimadera and Akimoto and Kenta Sakamoto and Tamatsu. Yeah. You know, and it's like, whoa, they're all over the place. Like these guys are like freaking like, have been playing Kanama. 40 years longer than I have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real, though. (laughs) It's crazy, man. Man. It's a a cool feeling. Right, right, right. Definitely, everyone has to get out their asses out to a Kendama event. Because, yeah, just like you said, just to meet all these people that you just see online and then finally they're able to talk with them and and hang out, it just takes it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
it's it's crazy. Next thing you know, you know, it's been what like how long have we known each other now, Keith? Like eight years, something like that. Yeah, nine years, like something like that. Yeah, it's kind of. I can't believe man. that. Actually, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, MJ. Yeah, I met you. Yeah, in 2013. That's seven years. You know, it's crazy because, like, the, it, I mean, we always say this. If not for Konama, I wouldn't know you at all. But it's like it's right. kind of random, bro. It's like you know, you live in Japan, like. I'm here in Washington. We're talking right now and like homing out, but yeah, 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 definitely. And at the time for me, at least in Japan, like I don't think there was many other Western players here in Japan. Like, you know, I was, of course you guys know about all, all the legends in the scene and people who are, you know, coming up and getting more into Kendama as it was growing overseas. But for me, like, just being in the mix, like, I kind of, like, in a way, had, like, a, had a foot in the door because I wasn't Japanese, but I played Kendama and I was, like, kind of good at the time, right? So it's, like, like it, it's weird. Like, I'm sure you guys have noticed it. Like, you you've the Gaijin Smash type shits, right? So <laughs> so there's, there's this thing called, like, yeah. Charisma Man in Japan where it's, like, anyone who is like a westerner can come to japan and be like the coolest cat ever right yeah you get like all the hot babes and shit but like his his enemy is like western women because they see how much of a nerd he really is type shit (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) so so i kind of had that going on for me for a little bit with kendama Actually, for a while, because like so many times, like you know, I met Nobu at the yeah. at the early stages of it, and like he was really impressed with my playing, and he would always invite me when like crew TV crews were hitting him up. They want to do an article or, or a, a corner about Kendama and his shop and stuff, and he's like, "All right, you know, we want to express how big it is growing overseas and and what whatnot." So he's like, we need like a foreigner. It's like, call the fucking MJ, have him coming over. So I would so many times, at, like in 2014, like just like call out from work, be like, can't make it today, and go into Tokyo and like shoot <laughs> for some some news broadcast or whatever. But it was such, Dude. yeah, like the growth of it at that time. When you're at the growth of it, there's so many new things. Like you're saying, all these new tricks that are happening. It's just, I think it makes it more like. More crazy. More than <laughs> yeah. it is now. Like, cause, cause you guys, like, on Instagram, I don't know how active you are, Keith, but like, following like Kendama hashtags and shit. Like, some, some dude in, I don't know, Romania, some European country, some kid hit like 24 tap. Yeah, Whoa. I saw you that. saw that one, right? It start, taps. it starts with the, tw- it, like, the, the, the front thumbnail is just says 24 tap so i'm like okay it's gonna yeah. be a 24 tap like you gotta ruined I forget, it <laughs> i forget who it was i think it was maybe it was ben or or adrian or like man after like 20 or something it's like you're just on infinite how long can you do it for like, you don't gotta count <laughs> yeah, them anymore. yeah yeah you're yeah. just you're just doing it yeah like, yeah how, how many minutes let's talk about minutes they gotta increase <laughs> the go increments time, here yeah. <laughs> almost yeah. like most like most comment right it's like doesn't do how many times yeah. it's like now it's just like how long time yeah, yeah. Uh, that that brings up a, a subject of like trick styles and like kind of the trick style, like the juggle, the tap, the where it's like, how long can you like keep this like aerial flow yeah. going and like how, you know, and it's like it's an epic thing and it gets totally. so deep. And I see why people like if you get good at that, you can keep going down that road yeah. and add so much. And it's like. Um, for me, like that's I, I'm just not. It, it's kind of a 
as far as like you know like I think all of us would kind of agree it feels like the new school thing or like it, at least it did when it's like whoa juggles like I don't know I didn't see that when I started playing kendama like at all like a right. single juggle dude was like, yeah whoa. yeah, so yeah. I remember see... doing one forever ago and like yeah. didn't even call it a juggle didn't even know what it was called it's like oh I did this weird thing to spike yeah, right like, right through right the thing and then through the other thing spike well yeah it we always did like single <laughs> or like two like two throw tricks yeah and like but, yeah like, yeah at some point into the kendama consciousness it entered in that we could like juggle and just like keep this going and do all this crazy stuff i just want to call out some of the people that shout out some of the people that i saw first pushing that game actually rod uh jake foshwag i mean like <laughs> oh, super dude, foshwag no no knees yeah. foshwag dude <laughs> dude freaking boss uh big j we called him and uh <laughs> um let's see like chris bosch was one of the earliest Ooh. guys where he like really pushed the juggle game oh I dude mean, like, yeah he, that was like real juggle game like yeah Chris Bosch, I mean, oh man, I could keep going. I'd have to really think for a moment. But I mean, like way back, like early, those guys were Jake Fisher. A few Jake Fisher, I mean Young Fish, little baby fish. Yeah. <laughs> the fish. guppy. I'm trying to think who else was really developing the juggle game. I mean Stodd, Nick Stodd, for Ooh, sure. Stodd, yeah. Dude, once Stodd came in too, then it was like oh I remember the first I think the first edit I saw of Stodd was the one like where he did you're gonna love this, the one to one to five lunar flip, isn't yeah. it? Or maybe it's yeah. the one to four when it's like in that dark like hallway kind of thing. No, that's that's one to five, and that's stop edit five. four. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's edit four. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, that that was the first time I ever saw Stod, and I remember being like, "Oh shit, okay, the yeah. young ones are coming in now." Yeah, you know, like we've been talking about it, like how long till they like, till these kids figure it out and start fucking killing us, and like that yeah. was when I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, that cool. was one of, one of those moments, you know. <laughs> I, along that line, I just had this memory of being before any of these events that we were talking about, um, or around the same time actually. Um, when I was first sponsored by Kendama USA, and we were starting to throw, actually, we were already throwing Wenatchee Kendama team events, and like our the Wenatchee guys, like. But after I got sponsored, like we would kind of like get Kendama USA swag, and we'd go to toy stores, and we'd have like swag to throw out, you know, and like throw little mini events and kind of promote the toy store. They would sell a bunch of Kendamas. They'd be really happy. And so we were doing a bunch of that. And I remember we went to Bell, uh, I don't know, somewhere in the Seattle area. And uh, these two little kids with, in their soccer uniforms with these um, bleached Mohawks came and they were just killing all the, <laughs> they were killing all the games. And like, we were just homing out with these two kids. They hung out all day with us at this toy store. And uh, that was Zach and Nick Gallagher. And yeah. uh, back Hell when they yeah. were first getting their game on and now they're like the best in the world. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's insane. Those guys, I mean, I watch them and like today and like, it's like, whoa, dude, like, I mean, in the meantime, where I talk about this time frame where I, I really haven't been like following Konama Trick progression that much. Like actually recently I've started watching more stuff again. And like in the meantime, in that phase where I wasn't watching, so much happened. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like I can't really even fathom in so many different directions. I love seeing the juggle game advance and I mean, and like bead tricks and like oh, all yeah, these yeah. crazy things where it's like the cloud you know, bounces the yeah yeah all this stuff where it's like the I, pinchy loops yeah, the, yeah some of yeah, that yeah. stuff it's like crossed my mind kind of back in the day but i was like it's impossible i mean i'm not you just let it go yeah like, hippie yeah, 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 yeah. We, the game wasn't ready man yeah and then now it's like oh 
apparently it's possible and people are doing it. Not only are people doing it, but they're killing it and they're advancing that thing. And uh, I just don't see that progression ending. There's always going to be something to do. And I'm excited to see uh, what ways Kanama Trick progression goes because inevitably people are going to... I mean, you already see it. People just want more and more variety and things to try and you know it's crazy yeah totally as for me i'll probably stick to my lunar flips honestly yeah if that's what yeah. makes you happy oh, don't, that's what it's don't tell me you're not going to be hucking stilt flips in there once in a oh, while yeah. oh okay. yeah okay yeah i mean still <laughs> a close you. second to the lunars for me yeah yeah, yeah i love stilts. <laughs> yeah guys okay this is something i gotta get off my chest this is just some hubris oh. okay i know right. it's whatever but back in the day christian frazier landed a triple stilt flip and it was like the first triple stilt flip okay but i'd actually already done a triple stilt flip and <laughs> I, I even filmed it and i put it on youtube but i put it on private because i thought that matt was going to use the clip for count me in but oh right it turned, but oh, i filmed it on a crappy camera kind of and it like wasn't really like of the same like style of video so it's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. we're not going to use it doesn't matter so i think on my old youtube channel there's a video just called stilts and uh, I did a triple stilt flip in there. I think that's the first triple stilt flip. <laughs> in North but America. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happening and been happening in Japan in ages past. They've probably like already done all this and then brought it back in. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah enough, enough. Yeah, enough. yeah. Subsequently, yeah. <laughs> D-Rose grandma or great great grandma was uh, pretty sick at the Dama, so we hear. Nice. No, but it actually, it's kind of a mystery. Like, <laughs> I wonder how many like of these tricks that were actually done like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Nobody, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody <laughs> recorded. No way to know, man. Yeah, that's kind of the cool thing about it. Who knows if you're ever inventing something? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah. always my mindset about something. Even if I've never seen it before, I kind of assume somebody's already done it because like. Why wouldn't they have thought of it, you know? Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, right. let me take that back. I'm pretty sure D-Rose's grandma landed a triple stilt flip first. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that one on YouTube, too? Is there some deep channel? Deep yeah, secret go, Kiyoshi files? Yeah. You gotta get really, really nerdy. <laughs> yeah. But let's let's go back. It's Keith, let's let's hear the, uh, the start of Winachi Kendama team. How did that happen? How did you get into Kendama? Was it, like, a mm -hmm. relic that you had? in your basement uh was it something that a friend showed you when did you meet matt were you homies yeah. before playing kendami kendami kendama yeah. <laughs> or you just like playing <laughs> yeah. video games and whatnot what was how how was young keith yeah. what was it like yeah, when you were 13 15 when you got into it yeah um so you know for the beginning of Wenatchee Kendama team, it's really relevant that you bring up Matt just because he was really the driving force behind that happening. Um, so I met Matt when I was in preschool and Whoa. in the sandbox. I remember sandbox. going over and he would he was chilling in the sandbox. Usually I was playing pattern blocks and uh, <laughs> you know we didn't really like kick it off at that point, but we were kind of homies. And then we went to elementary school together and junior high together and high school together. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so we were homies early on. Wow. Um, and he came over to my house when we were in probably like sixth or seventh grade, junior high school. We, you know, he was a classic homie. We did sleepovers and hang out, whatever. And I had a Kendama when I was really little because my aunt, so my dad is Japanese and his side of the family is Japanese. Uh, we're, they're all pretty American. He's a, he's a third generation Jap Japanese man. And so 
Like, he, he doesn't speak Japanese. He doesn't, you know, it's not, we're not very Japanese, right? But there are some <laughs> things where that pulled through, like, we had kendamas in the house. You know, oh, we right. did. Yeah. And so, uh, so I really had no idea what it was, but Matt actually had been into rollerblading. Okay. And aggressive rollerblading, so, you know, trick trick skating. Um, and he got, he got, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know, you know, fruit bitten, right? He was killing it. Um, and he got a ma- magazine. <laughs> And there was an article by none other than Jeremy Stevenson in this magazine, the, the founder of Konami USA, who was a professional blade photographer. And he had this article about Kendama in the magazine because they would travel to Japan for blading stuff and they picked up Kendama in the meantime. And uh, so the blading scene was into it way, way back. And uh, way, way back, you know, it's really relatively not that long ago. But, right. Um, but... Uh, before it blew up outside Japan. And um, so he saw that article and he wanted to, right at this time frame, he's like, I, I wanna get a Kendama or I wanna check this out. This is interesting, this article interests me. So he comes over to my house, we're in the basement and he talks to me about it. I'm like, bro, I think I have one of those in the basement. Yeah, ball like, and let's cup. Let's go look for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I found it and, and we're like, oh, so I got one right here. And, and it was like, it wasn't an official JK one. It was just like some kind of novelty Kendama, but it like actually yeah, played yeah. pretty decent, you know. Yeah, one of those tourist I've ones. Yeah. I think I've got it actually over here. I might grab it in a little bit, but um, <laughs> so we started playing with that, and Matt was like, "Well, I'm gonna order. I'm gonna order a real one." So he orders a OG Green Ozra. For those of you who don't know, Ozra Kendamas used to be made with this uh, different paint. Maybe it had like too much lead in it. And so at so a certain say, point, yeah. it was rumor, got like... Rumor, word on the uh, street was... I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was. it was too good. So back in the day, right, <laughs> when we were playing only competition-sized damas, it was kind of a big deal if your dama like had sticky paint or not. You know, and it's like... Because now you get really sticky damas, but even the sticky damas back then were, were slick, you know? And yeah, now that <laughs> right. When we, when we talk about what we got now... Yeah, but uh, we only plus. Why do you think we like Natty so much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and so and so. Uh, anyway, he he got this OG green Ozra, and I got a black TK six. No, no, no. Uh, a black um, Shin Fuji. I got a black Shin Fuji, and uh, Nick Mayo, who was a, a homie, also grew up with us. Got a light blue OG Ozra. We had some other homies mm. at school that started picking up kendamas. And so basically, we started playing with our homies at school, and um, I was like, "Cool, this is sweet," but I like kind of like mess around. We were all ordering it from. There was not very many places to order kendamas at that point. I don't even think we were yeah. able to order from Kendama USA yet. We were ordering from, oh, I can't remember some really OG website that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But, um, Goodsfromjapan.com. Yeah, Something like it. that, yeah, probably, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodsfromjapan.com. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was it, dude. And so my for Christmas, though, <laughs> my mom got my whole family kendamas. And uh, <laughs> so we actually had four kendamas around. Uh, mine was the Black Shin Fuji, but no one else really played, so I played theirs, too. So my dad got an NGU. <laughs> nice. And uh, all walnuts. Uh, and we had a wood grain Shin Fuji, and I think we might have had, uh, my brother had something or another. Um, and so I was not really that into it, actually, but Matt got really, started getting really good. And then he, like, made an edit, like, edit one or something, you know, his. Another, go go to that Wenatchee Kendama Team Facebook and look deep in the archives, and you'll find, like, Matt Ballard edit one and Keith edit two and, like, some, like, weird old stuff. But... Nice. Uh, I talked so much about Matt because he was just 
and he, he was the driving force because he organized our first Wenatchee. He, he organized the Wenatchee Kandama team in general. And there was a there was a uh, initiation trick. You had to be able to do a round USA. Oh and, shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is the so awesome. Trick. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I wasn't I wasn't part of the team. And uh, for a while, so I was oh. hanging out with all my buds who were playing Kanama, but yeah. I wasn't part of the team for a minute. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Maybe in the first video, I, maybe by the time we made our first video, like this is too oh, much. You know what happened is I got this camera that did this sweet slow mo. So if you nerd out on that Facebook stuff I was Ooh, talking about, you'll nice. see all this like slow mo footage. And we got into that because of these Hong Kong Kingdama players. I think it's Hong Kong. The uh, that bitter beans therapy, uh, yeah, yeah, bitter beans crew, and they made Taiwanese, Taiwanese, um, and they they had a, one of these slow mo cams, and we were like, wow, this makes it look so cool. So I got one at some point, and I remember Matt borrowed my camera, but I wasn't to film the first one actually Ganama team edit, but I wasn't part of the team yet. They wouldn't let me be part of the team because I couldn't <laughs> land around USA. And so they filmed the first edit <laughs> on my camera with like me hanging around, but I couldn't be part of the team. <laughs> and I oh, think shit. by the end of the video, maybe they did let me put a clip in or something like that. But uh, so nice. Um, but I, I wasn't. I didn't really care because I wasn't really that into it until the first Wenatchee Kanama team battle. Wenatchee Kanama battle, and it's at Matt Ballard's house, and we have a couple dozen people over. And he has beginner, intermediate, advanced ladders, and um, he organizes all this. He, I think, he actually talked to Kendam USA and Kenko, and got um, prizes sent. And so maybe it was like Matt was like one of the first guys reaching out and doing that. Wow! But hell yeah! <laughs> and uh, he and like we're still in junior high school, and I won the intermediate ladder. I remember. Um, because uh, I was just getting into I don't know whatever you call this underbird, and I had like underbird. so that was my move. I think I won with an underbird because um, I guess I was on the team at that point. I could probably land around USA, but uh, <laughs> but after that I got kind of stoked on it because I saw Matt Ballard and Nick Mayo going head to head in the advanced uh, ladders final, and they were doing like lunar flip full flip in. And I was like, whoa, dude! I remember specifically looking at watching Nick do a lunar on his baby blue OG Ozra and I was like that is the craziest shiz I've ever seen like yeah. seeing somebody do this in person I was like I cannot fathom that and so um, later I got oh this is how I have my mom got a pink OG pink Ozra and it just so happened to be like the stickiest kendama anybody had around at the time oh. so you'll see this pink kendama show up in all these videos because it was the best lunar dama we had nice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so um, and Matt's green one was pretty good too and so, although it was the not squad a sticky, lunar dama, you guys yeah. passed the dama around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like and, that. I like that a lot. And so, um, anyway, we got into making videos. We were having a lot of fun with it, and um, that's kind of how things started. And we started I, organizing some more events. But Matt was really the driving force behind the videos. Um, I made some of the videos too. Um, actually, it's probably half and half at that point, like Matt and I. But Matt uh, Ballard, if you guys don't know who he is now, he's uh, pro for Chrome. And he's kind of kind of legend. He's, he's definitely legendary in his own yeah. right. But he's uh, he's a little more undercover because he's doing film in New York right now. Shout out Matt if you hear this, the homie. Dude, he's all over the place, man. He yeah, just showed up randomly yeah. in Tokyo at that at the Dendama event. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like Matt Ballard is gonna be here. I was like, what? Yeah, you, you're in Tokyo. What? 
Yep. So yeah, sick. He, he, he mobs around for sure. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so he, uh, he, he was still driving for us, I'd say. And then at a certain point, the Konami State Pro video competition happened. I remember Matt specifically decided not to make a video for it because at that time he, he would have had a chance, I think. Um, but he decided not to make a video for some reason. I still don't really know why. Maybe it was because mm. I was and he wanted to like, I don't know, it was some homie thing and uh, he didn't want I to know. Yeah. I, you couldn't fight yeah. over the same he girl, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We were like, it's you know, we were it. like whatever teenagers trying to figure out what our <laughs> friendships like, how how to interact properly. <laughs> but, yeah, fair uh, enough. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, anyway, that was kind of some deep history, but from there, we just kept making videos, and then eventually we made Count Me In, um, which was uh, not, it was like, uh, there were some other people who had made some, like, Kendama, like, movies or, like, longer videos, like SPF Lemon from Adam Kingman, and I don't know who else might have made some long ones out there. I'm sure there's some, but we kind of felt like it was the first Kendama movie. We're like, because we were super into skiing, we were super into skateboarding, rollerblading, like all these like niche communities where like, you know, you make, you make, uh, you make parts or you go on a trip and you, you yeah. know, you, you make a 40 minute film and that's yeah, your like yeah, whole yeah. season or whatever. Like a home video. And so video. we decided we would do that. And uh, Matt was just getting his groove on um, film wise at that point. And so um, he's, he's, he's truly an artist and he's, He's developed a lot there, and it was really cool though to for him to put so much effort in on that. And I remember, uh, I remember the we had a premiere at his house for Count Me In, and um, it was just kind of a low key crew. Uh, it, and then knock on the door, and Gus Carstens, Max Norcross, and Parker Strong, and like Daniel Robinson, and uh, who else came at that point? Um, um, Kendama Kyle, I don't know, he's a super OG guy, I don't think he even plays Kendama anymore, <laughs> but uh, I don't remember his, <laughs> name. his but name, he's in Count Me In there if you look for him. Anyway, some guys that we'd filmed with who lived in the Seattle or Spokane area, like in-state with us, we got kind of the in-state Kendama players rallied and, and made some videos and, uh, or, you know, filmed Count Me In, and anyway, it was the most hyped thing because we had no idea they were showing up, and boom, they show up for the premiere. Uh, anyway, we dropped that, and then we made a second one where we are, where we took a trip down to California. We went to some different places. Matt, like, went to Africa and was yeah. doing some, like, aid for some widows and orphans out there and brought, like, 100 Kendamas from Kendama USA. So there's, like, 100 tributes out in Africa in Burundi somewhere. Um, right, right, right. So sick. Yeah. Went to, and, like, um, Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Spain. There's, like, um, there's just kind of this strange smattering of players from all over the place in this in this video and um we premiered that at our local theater uh performing arts center and like oh, 450 people came and we packed the theater out and we totally Whoa. didn't have any music rights and we and we totally sold tickets and made money on it and uh <laughs> and we and we uh uh that's probably matt totally does it legit now he totally doesn't do that stuff now. Um, yeah but, uh, but we i don't even think we really even thought about it actually um, any, Probably, anyway, yeah, so I, mean, yeah. I don't know, and, and sort of it's just just the internet stuff, the video stuff. Um, we got connected with everybody, and that's kind of some basics of the Wenatchee Gnome team come up, and you know we traveled as a crew, like kind of some of the core crew went to Dama Fest, and that's like I think when the Wenatchee Gnome team really connected with some of the core, some other the core players from um, you know Canada, like Rod. That's when we first met you, and um, yeah, yeah, I remember, and Rick and you know. Uh, you had already we got, met Smith 
before. Cause yeah, he down. Smith, Smith, uh, yeah, well, Alex Smith was in those videos we're talking about because exactly, before, yeah. before yeah, he was yeah. on Konami USA, before I was on Konami USA, um, Alex Smith, Kristen came down, and who Ben came down, um, mm-hmm. and we filmed with I them, think, and yeah. Yeah. I think it was just Alex those three was guys, yeah. Turning Kandamas. And he was just turning the first Terra Kandamas. And actually, I'd randomly, I'd had this idea that I wanted to turn Kandamas because my dad had a late. And so I was trying, but I didn't really know how to make the cups. And so I was talking to Alex online a little bit. And I never actually had made a Kandama on the late, but I was like trying to learn from Alex or like talk to him about it at that point. Um, I remember. And he came down with a bag of Purple Heart Terra Kandamas. And I was the first Terra customer. I bought the first yeah, ever Terra Kandama. Yeah, that's the distinction I claim. Um, I've got yeah. it over my room. It's actually, <laughs> you know what? it's actually sitting right next to me. Yo, Keith, yeah. Keith, a man of many firsts. First triple silt flip. First Terra oh, Kandama man. owner. And if if I'm if I'm not mistaken, that was the the purple heart with the white Terra painted Tama, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, the the classic old school Terra so look. Go. Okay, oh, hey. so <laughs> since, since I've got this here, and this is a Kandama Nerd show, uh, we've got my box of some Kandamas here. So this is a Sioux Lab Kandama that Sue sent me, like, one the very first run. Oh, um, I was trying to do one, two, three, four, five Lunar Flip on this Kandama because it was so good for Lunars. Although now the cuffs seem so small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they but, are, uh, dude. Yeah. I was trying to land it on this in 2015, maybe. So for me, the one, two, three, four, five lunar flip in the Bish edit was like a five-year project. Like I hadn't tried it in a long time, but it felt really good to land that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I tried it on Hell this yeah. Kandama. Uh, oh, this, there you go. This five Kandama turns here, takes five years. That makes sense. Seven Eleven, oh, yeah, 2014. This is uh, Tama from the 2014 the World Cup. World Cup. Yeah. Cosmo Wada turned a bunch of these and gave them to the competitors there. Um, Only the overseas yeah. guys. This is some prototypes. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get one. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, man. This is Sour Mash Painted Tama. That's my name in three different types of uh, kanji. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Last name. Matsumura. Yeah, Matsumoto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> and uh, Sour Mash Painted that. And this is like an early G uh, Grain Theory Ken that we put on. Uh, Matt Ballard Pro Model because, you know, he's the homie, right? Of course. Um, the first black one. from that 2014 World Cup. Yes, I think that was the oh, best yeah. one. They don't do that anymore. I don't, I you got, don't get the plaques anymore, dude, do you? Yeah, I, I love those things. They're cool. Yeah. Uh, that nice I got Kayaki. this Emerald Mugen. There it that is. That was given to me by uh, Cosmo Oh, Wada. dude, that, that is a story, man. That one. That is a story. The first time all of us met Kazuma yeah. on Miyajima Island, and we're all chilling, and he just walked up. Yo, Chrome, yeah, but, Chrome oh, Kendama. Can, can I, I want to I want to start out this story, because I have a little interjection into your Mugen story that I don't even, I'm sure I've told you. I don't know if you remember. You're probably going to call me not. out. All right, let's go. I'm not going to call you out. It's, it was just like, <laughs> um, when uh, Kazuma rolled up, to Miyajima, we were all hanging out at this little part, like, that you had to walk through the shrine, we're over on this little, like, part of the island, chilling, swimming, and filming, and shit, and, uh, I was filming a trick, like, near the shrine, and he walked by me first, I was with Zawa, and he came over, and I realized who he was, because he had a Mugen, whatever, we talked a little bit, and he handed me that Emerald Mugen, which he then later gave to you, I did a trick, I filmed a trick, I have a trick filmed, with, with that. that Mugen, yeah, with that exact emerald yeah. one that he had on his waist when he rolled up, and eventually he gave it to you. He let 
I'm gonna let you finish the story because I I remember it, but I'm I'm a little fuzzy on this part. So well, I, I just he um he let me play it for the for the World Cup because yeah, everyone it because it had to be competition size and it had so it had to be this size and um like all the you know everyone had their super honed dominant and a bunch of people were playing Mugens because they, they were so good and I was kind of like. Mm -hmm. I, Rod, you've called me out on this before. You're right. We are in this restaurant. We're eating some okonomiyaki, and uh, and <laughs> and uh, I'm all kind of like, I don't have a Mugen to play. Or I don't remember how I said, it, but I kind of <laughs> like, I kind of was like working at. I kind of like wanted him to like let me play. Oh this no, for you, the World dude, Cup. you yeah. you were wanting it. Yeah, you hell yeah. Yeah, Good and, on and you, so, though. you got the emerald, man. <laughs> and so he did. He let me play it for the World Cup, and. Uh, and then after the World Cup, he pieced out. I still had it. And he was like, kind of like, you can play it for the rest of your time in Japan. And I was like, amazing. And then we were having this fireworks night hanging out at this park. And Tamatsu brings message from Cosma because he dipped out somewhere else. And he's like, Cosma wants to let you know that you can have the Emerald Mugen. And I was just like, you know, obviously like, out of all the Mugens, Emerald's one of the rarest colors. And he told me, Cosma yeah. told me, this was the last one that he personally had. So this was his Whoa. last Emerald Mugen. And this little knot right there, that's tied by him. I've never untied it right there. It's so that it doesn't go Ooh. through. That's the old school way to do that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pan style. And, and, and it just so happened to be, it's, it's not quite as sticky now, but it happened to be, like, the stickiest Dama, and it was just, like, amazing, you know? So. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. And, and this was my first that Mugen. Fireworks so, night, yeah. man. Wow. That's, that's an epic first Mugen story. Yeah. Um, Get it from you, the man you himself. Just brought, you just opened up a can of worms so I'm real quick. The fireworks yeah. night, man. Oh, shit. That was some fucking I know nothing about shit. this. Okay. Oh, man. So there was... It was... it Was was that 2014, you said? No, uh, it was probably one year before, no? Or was it? No, or 2013. Well, we do, the thing is, we did it both years. It, it was we 2013. We, yeah, well, we did 2013 and we did 2014. That's fireworks. true, but you yeah. but, oh, but okay, you got okay. the Mugen in twenty in twenty fourteen, I think, right? Yes, it was it was the two thousand fourteen. Oh, Cup. okay, yeah, sick. Okay, so so actually, yeah, but, so I'd, that, I'd maybe already no had I met Cosma. I don't know. He wasn't dude. I remember when I met yeah, you. You would have met him because he at, gave yeah. it to you. I remember at twenty fourteen I mean, I mean, when we first before. met. Yeah, you had mm -hmm. that, and I remember seeing like, holy yeah. fuck, the emerald green, and you had it. You're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe yeah, you man. had it from before, but in any case, it's fireworks. But, yeah, yeah that, that fireworks night, man. Basically, we went to a field, and Tomotsu and like whoever, I, I just remember Tomotsu and whoever the squad, Zawa was there. Zawa's always involved in these kind of shit. there's fireworks, too, yeah. They, they went, yep. they got a shit ton of fireworks. Zawa had his bubble machines going and shit. <laughs> but they, we just, we lit this park up for a while. They just let us loose. We're all drinking, running around, climbing poles, fucking... <laughs> Hucking Kendama. I remember where There's someone was up a pole. I think it was Matt Dakota. It was maybe me and Matt Dakota yeah. and Trevor. We were trying yeah. to do some trick, and like one of us was up a pole, and they were trying to like pizza bounce it up, and we just kept <laughs> yeah. slamming it. And it was like this like brand new like chrome like proto shit that Torquil had, and he looked gave it yeah. back to him, kind of like oh like sorry man. And he like he looked at me, he goes, "You guys are like dogs." Was that a Viking? <laughs> yo yo yo. Was that a was that a chrome Viking? It very well could have, man. It, it could have been. I, I don't remember it. the, the Dama specifically. No way. <laughs> what Dama don't you Luke, have in that kitchen? Every time we talk about a Dama, over. you get up and run over and grab it. That's insane. That was an epic night, man. 
That's I'm hilarious. Over all, that these, all these, all uh, these, all these stories about certain kendamas. Like I, I'm, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure this is that kendama <laughs> because I, I, I could be wrong about this, but I think it was one of the prototype uh, Vikings, and somehow I also ended up with this kendama. <laughs> Although, I, Dude. I, I'm not totally sure this is the one, but if it's not, it's it's something I'm similar. I'm not sure either, but yeah, it's prob- that, that story could have happened more than once, like you're saying, man, I don't know. But uh, that was that was a crazy night, man. That was, that was if you We were jumping see... over the box full of, we were trying to do kendama tricks, jumping over a box in a line, just running circles. That was the funniest thing. Literally, a cardboard box sitting on the ground <laughs> and like 20 adults in this line and just about jumping over the box like yeah. I remember trying to land like UFO while jumping over this box yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh man and, and, it might, and you it can might see be a this footage night. if you yeah. another another homework is to go find the it's on the Kendama USA YouTube made by Matt Ballard uh, and it's like featuring Chrome and you and a bunch of other people it's 2013 Japan Kendama USA. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but go back and find it. It's kind of an obscure video, but it's like a, a really well done document of this 2013 trip that we're talking about. And the fireworks are in there. Hell <laughs> oh. yeah! I didn't know that. I'm gonna watch that. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. Go. I was gonna say that I'm pretty sure it might be from a different fireworks night because we've had so many. But uh, <laughs> there's in in an old Kendama Edmonton edit. I think it's number 13. There's some fireworks and shit from one of the from one of those nights and there's actually a dude this is hilarious so i don't know if you guys remember tip wet magazine before yank mag there was tip wet that fucking episode there was volume one came out volume two never came out yet i don't know i don't know what smith is doing with it or whoever's (laughs) working with it i don't know what's going on with it someone's making something but uh i i may or may not have seen a uh, a leaked version of the uh, cover of t- of tip wet 2 at some point a long time ago that may or may not have contained a picture of tomotsu holding some fireworks in a very uh, obscure manner nice may maybe that's all it's all uh, hearsay i'm not so uh <laughs> in tip wet 1 there's an article written by McLovin, and that was me yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that was that name McLovin. Uh, I wonder how many people on here have seen Tip Wet because Tip Wet is like a, it was like a pretty rare thing, man. Yeah, how many yeah. did got, Smith make? Like a few. I don't hundred? even know, man. It got Less? printed and then uh, and then his laptop got stolen. Oh, like from a car in in they were in he was in America doing a thing. A bunch of shit got stolen. Of course, One of the in America, his laptop that had all of this shit on it, which including. The only copy of Tip Wet One, so the only copies of it that you can get are the hard copies. There's been Dude. once or twice I've fo- I photocopied one for one person once, and that was it. And did he just hand them out at that time? Uh, no, it was they were sold and shit the same way, kind of like Yank Mag is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Um, which like sh- shout out those guys because they they picked up that baton and just started running with it. And yeah, it's fucking dope so far. I'm still waiting on my. Volume two, Yank Meg. I ordered two of them. They're coming though. I know it takes a little while to get them up north here. You know, as well I don't know as what they got to do. Maybe COVID times. But yeah, it takes longer. That's all right though. I, I'll wait. <laughs> Guys, this is the J-Pop Dama that Zach Yard and Jake Weens are. I don't know. Constructed. It's a GT Ken with some pink. I don't even know what Tama this is, but it's probably Sunrise. Um, <laughs> nice. but, uh, but uh, this this will only mean something to like if Jake or or Yord listens to this because I'm not really supposed to have this one. Like it kind of like ended up with my stuff <clears> accidentally, 
at some point. <laughs> Another and, one. And I don't think this is oh, probably no. the first time I've... They probably don't know I have it. They probably wonder what the heck happened to this Dama. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it seems like Damn, you have so many kendamas awesome. that just find their way in your in your bag I, or something. I was, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Here's a natural kendama retreat kendama spike hard catch low. Oh yeah, yeah. The homie. yeah. Um, this was this was epic. Um, sorry guys, I gotta rip a couple more. This is one of the first pills ever turned by Alex Smith. Ooh. Um, after he came oh, to Wenatchee that one time, and I bought the first. Terracanama. I wasn't really the first person to get one. Apparently, someone like got one, but they hadn't paid him yet. So I was the first person <laughs> no. to pay him. Uh, so, so on paper, on paper, yeah, officially, yeah. you were the yeah. first. Though. And so, and, nice. and so, Zach Winters, one of the Wenatchee Kendama team guys, and I got a uh, shout out. Zach Winters. He was really deep in the Wenatchee Kendama Dude, team. Yeah, stuff too. Winters is the homie. Zach, Zach and Alex Big Winters. Homie. Nick Mayo. I'm just gonna shout out some Wenatchee guys. Jacob Wrestler. We called him the Birdman because he was so good at birds early yeah. on. Yeah. And. Uh, he also had this hawk-like nose. Um, <laughs> Chris Rodriguez was a late, kind of late coming to WKT. Oh, shit. Yo, yo, here's the... Uh, wait, is that it? This bag was given to me when I joined the tribute team. They sent oh, these dude, out yeah. to the... I remember uh, seeing those. Those are sick. The players. So I keep the Emerald Mugen and that guy. This is a V1... Uh, uh, Weens promo, dude. Look at the spike length on this thing. Ooh, so that's I a sweets. Oh, wow, that's sweets length back in the day. Also, yeah. I was I was trying to land one, two, three, four, five liter flip on this one as well back in the day. I I actually landed two thumbed quintuples on this, and I was like, <laughs> at the time, I was just like, Ugh. like one of them you couldn't see it, and I I I'll, I'll be honest, I genuinely considered using it, and then I was just like, I can't, you know. Yeah. Oh, good on you, bud. Yeah, hell's yeah. Um. Um, here's one of those Yo, OG speaking, greens. Man, but speaking of old damas that you have or do have, and you, who knows if it's in that box, and it probably is how this com conversation right, is going. Right, it just keeps but, on coming out. Um, so you're talking about really honed damas you were doing lunar tricks on. Um, I seem to remember you having a wine mugen, and you oh, getting yeah. Haley, what was it, to what, her first <gasps> triple lunar flip? No, was quad. It? Quad? Quad. So quad, it was quad. The yeah. very the very first time I met Haley Bischoff, we were in uh, Portland for a Ken Garden Roots tour. We were at the Portland stop at the at this sweet skate park, and Haley <laughs> was shredding. Back then, there weren't quite as many girl shredders, and Haley was probably one of the best girl Kanama players I'd seen. And I remember just homing out with her, and I I was just like feeling inspired and I, I told her that if she landed a quad lunar flip I would get her a Mugen and then later it advanced and I actually oh you know what happened is I bought the wine Mugen from Satoru Akimoto after that Japan trip I like bought one more from him via mail okay. and um, I bought this wine Mugen and I had it stashed and at that point I told Haley this is your Mugen um, I'm I'm only gonna play it a tiny little bit, you know, just to just to make sure it's good. <laughs> and uh, when you, when you land a quad lunar flip, uh, this is yours. And so she landed the quad lunar flip at National Kendama Retreat, um, um, which I was standing right there. I was actually filming her when it happened, which nice. was really cool. And I and I had the wine mugen with me because I started taking it to every event she was at. Oh, so so she still has that wine mugen, as far as I know. 
I mean, I was considering oh, yeah. it kind of the pair with the emerald, so I was kind of sad when it left in that sense. But it's great because Haley has it now. Was that the same year that we all climbed Mount Fuji, or was that that was after that, wasn't it? Or was that, that was that was a similar time frame? I, that was before. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was like the spring before the summer that the spring of 2014 or was that 2015 that's 2015 the spring yes it was of 2015 was national condominium retreat i'm pretty sure and we did that and then we'd all uh met up in japan again later climbed mount fuji yeah 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 okay cool because, yeah, that was that was some epic times as well. Speaking of the Yumi and Bish and Rick and yeah. all those and people Yuka we were talking about. And and Yuka Zala. and Kango and Yuka and Kango. So oh. I got to tell a story about how I ended up climbing Mount Fuji with you guys. So right. Yeah. It was the, I was supposed to be flying out the next day. We were at, all, or all at the Osaka Youth Hostel. Um, people were all hanging out, partying, because it's the last night for a whole bunch of people. Sweet's crew was heading to Tokyo. Rod, you, Rick, um, we're heading with the Sweets crew, and we're going to go climb Mount Fuji, and Haley was going too. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I'm not doing anything for the next week back in the U.S., but my flight is tomorrow, but I don't really have any money. And so this is to my shame. Like, I, I don't condone this, but it's, it's – uh, so I took Max Norcross's phone, who had international <laughs> calling, and I called Air Canada – and I told them that I, 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 I lied. I made this total sob story up to the guy on the phone that I'd had a relative that died in Japan because I figured it was like my last name is Matsumura. And <laughs> Holy I shit. I had a relative shit. that died in Japan and the funeral was going to be next week. But I, so I really wanted to change my flight, but I was low on funds. So I, like, I was wondering if there was any Whoa. way we could get like a, a cheaper <laughs> flight switch, you know? And so... Uh, again, I, I absolutely don't condone this. Oh, I'm, I, I've done the same thing, buddy. I did that at Dama Fest. I, but, I feel you. Oh my but anyway, God, the dude, the dude, uh, the dude went on hold for a really long time, and then he came back and he switched my flight for Mad Cheap. And so I stayed, went to Tokyo with you guys, and then we went and climbed Mount Fuji with, it was Rod, Rick, me, Haley, Kengo, Yuka... Uh, yeah, yeah. And that was the crew. And that was the squad. That was man. that was like that week might have been one maybe like maybe like the most memorable week of my life. Yeah, I think so <laughs> far. Like it's pretty hard to top, honestly. Man, and that week we also went to Matsumoto to the Glowcan office, didn't we? We, we did. I think mm-hmm. we did. I think we did. Tokyo, Fuji, Matsumoto. And then Rick, and then Rick missed his flight again. <laughs> he went, was that when he went to the wrong airport? I don't know because the year before, <laughs> the three of us had been together in Matsumoto, and Rick yeah. has to peace out, and he missed his flight. And then we're in Matsumoto <laughs> yeah, no. again, and he pieces out, and he misses his flight. No, no, no we weren't. We weren't. He missed his flight, but I don't think uh, we were. Oh shit! I wasn't in Matsumoto at that moment. Yeah, we might have been. I- no, 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 we were, and Rick was flying out of Osaka, so he went hard to earlier say than us. Okay. Rick has missed a few flights in his day, man. This is, I remember this because Rick went, missed the flight. He was supposed to be gone already. The rest of us went back to Osaka, and Rick came and hung out with us again for, like, one more night 
because yeah, he, he just randomly shows yeah. up. He's like, hey, no guys, what's way. <laughs> and I think I think we were at Zawa's house. Yeah. Oh man, that was when you stayed with the the T Rick guys. The what? The, the T Rick makes those T shirts. T Rick. Oh yeah. It's a trick. trick. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. That Japanese homie. I forget his name right now. It's escaping me. Japanese names are hard. I don't really know if I did stay with these people you're talking about. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe you didn't stay with them. I don't know. But I remember you guys were hanging out. No, no, no. Here's what happened. I think, I I don't know. Maybe this isn't what happened. But I think you and Rick (laughs) ended up together or something. And Haley and I were still together, but in some other place. And I remember maybe like FaceTime and you guys were like video calling. It's like, I'm still in Japan. (laughs) From Rick, Uh, I mean. Uh, It was was something more like that. Because maybe you guys stayed with them or something. And. And Haley and I were not quite at the same time frame. Mm, I remember that might have, I don't know, man. Like I said, there's been so many of those times they just meld together. There was the one time where me and Zawa and Rick were hanging out right before Rick had to leave. Went and had our last dinner, whatever. Fucking drop Rick off at the bus to the airport. Like, see you in Canada, buddy. Like, whatever. Fucking hanging out for a couple hours later. Get a phone call from Rick. It's just like coming back but is that is that the wrong airport holy shit <laughs> it was like he like went to i can't remember if it was like a narita haneda thing which are oh, the two okay, airports okay. in tokyo right or if it was a, like an os i think it was an osaka tokyo thing Ooh. It, it was like a big he fucked up big because it was like he flew into osaka but then booked the other flight separately and it was from tokyo but not osaka but we were in osaka and we had traveled to osaka specifically because yeah, we thought yeah, his yeah. flight was from osaka like yeah it, Oh man, that was yeah. He got boned on that. <laughs> I remember that. But the, yeah, and I don't remember the, like I, like we're saying the details meld together. But he literally did that two years in a row. Yeah, poor Rick, man. man. Supporting fucking airlines for a couple <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And, and I'm sure you guys have picked up on this by now. But specifically, Rod, Rick, and I did a lot of traveling in Japan together and hanging out with MJ. And so it's it's really cool to be able to talk to you guys because, like, we. I don't know. We just did some good hanging out back in the day, and like, hell yeah, <laughs> kind of just some some really memorable times for me. Yeah, yeah, man. That's good for everyone who was in there. You know, I was just gonna say, yeah, for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah true that, man. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah, man. It's cool too, like timing wise too, to get you like right after having Rick on here too to like corroborate the stories while they're still fresh in everyone's yeah, yeah. minds. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Kinda... I wish we went a little yeah. deeper remember, on uh, why Rick missed it was Rick's his birthday so much. Yeah. <laughs> it was Rick's birthday. We're in Matsumoto. Uh, we're sitting outside of the hostel. And this was oh, like yeah. the first time he missed the flight or something like that. And he, uh, last night or whatever, when we like sat out on the curb and smoked a whole pack of cigarettes for Rick's oh, birthday. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> That's one way to sell it. I remember the hostel. That was the hostel that used to be a miso factory. And there was like the yeah. table was made of the giant yeah. lid of a miso bin. It was like 10 feet wide. Oh, nice. was, that place is cool. Yep. The Candela Guest House, actually. I know the owner now. She's cool. It's a nice. cool place. Nice. Yeah. So, dude, we've been grinding an hour and a little bit right now. Keith, mm-hmm. it's been good. I like we could we could of course continue this for forever until you know the next morning for until you guys. Until the cows come home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I got to get up at six to do some work tomorrow, but oh, I don't man. give it. So, I don't give a care. I'll stay up and talk to you boys all night. It's, <laughs> it's good, but you know we we could always have you on for another round. But we're gonna have to whittle down our talks just for a little bit uh we've had some awesome stories we're gonna finish it off with a few questions through the instagram if you're not if you listeners right now aren't following us on instagram dominards 
go do that because sometimes you never know all of a sudden just like this you know just a few hours ago i didn't expect to record but uh we're, we're doing a re recording right now with matsumura himself and picked up some oh, yeah. questions from people on instagram sorry for the patreon this came all of a sudden but here we go questions since you have all your your box a box filled with kendamas that you're rummaging through right now how many mugens do you still have that's one of the questions Okay, I have the emerald Mugen. Okay. Okay, I have this blue Mugen that we were talking about. Okay. Okay, I've got this is technically a Mugen Tama. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mugen Muso Tama. Yeah. World Cup Tama. Sakura Pearl. Mugen Muso. Uh, Mugen Muso. Nice. I've got a wine Mugen Muso in here, <laughs> and. A so actually we kind of got the wine and emerald still yeah right Christmas um, oh I was gonna say yeah you still got them and uh, I have one more Mugen that I got from Sue and oh shit this one is this one's right here the pink and one. so this one kind like Matt Ballard is really nice to me but one time um he was a we dick. were we were we were we were drinking and oh, shit. Uh, and we we did rock paper scissors. And I bet something, and, uh, well, he bets something against this Mugen, and I lost it in a rock, paper, scissors, but he's never actually, it was so lame that he's never made me cash in on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, so this one, like, yeah, and, and I, but I got this pink Mugen that Sue traded me my, like, Lunar Dama that I was using at the time for. Yeah, I remember that. He specifically asked like, for your like, lunar dama. Yeah, I was like, "Well, yeah, you want it for a pink mug? Like, absolutely." So, um. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, sp I, I believe you were like, "Man, it's just that. like a kusa, like it's like a cook custom." Like, I got given yes, this dama, yes, man. Like, that, like I don't green. Wanna, like, I remember, I remember you felt so bad about the trade. <laughs> like, man, I don't know. <laughs> well, there was there's a little bit more to it too, which was uh, okay. So this is this is kind of lame, but the the tama. Uh, actually was lent to me by Zach Winters. And um, <laughs> and so I traded away a lended item. And so I got... <laughs> you guys passing those oh, dollars around all the time, eh? Yeah, and so so I got back and, like, I... I gave, I, I brought something back for him, like, pretty nice, like, some nice dom, but he was still kind of, like, he gave me this look, like... Like, kind of like, bro, you traded my dom for the Mugen and you're not giving it to me right now. Right, like, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So maybe I owe that to him. <laughs> yeah, at least the Tama. But, uh, oh, that's pretty funny, yeah. So I have one, two, three, four, five Mugens. Five. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Nice. All right, next one. Decent. What are some OG tricks you think new gen players don't do enough of? Triple lunar flips, obviously. <laughs> I mean, guys, throw a triple lunar flip in after everything. You hit that sick juggle to spike, juggle one more time to lunar. Hit the triple lunar flip. Come on, you know? I mean, <laughs> no, actually, though, I think, um, let me think about that for just a moment. There are some really good stuff. Like, uh, now, the thing is, I don't really, I haven't followed closely enough with Kanama recently to know, like, what old school tricks people are not doing. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, but... I just really think like maybe like I was doing around Turnbridge Wells the other day. Is it is it Turnbridge or is it like Tunbridge? Tunbridge. I was called. I, th it I think it's Tunbridge. Or I, th I think it's written Turnbridge, but I bet you an English person would say Tunbridge. I don't really know. I'm because I, I was talking to Alex the other <laughs> <But> <laughs> day and he said Tunbridge. Anyway, um, but he's 
He's extra Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> extra, right? Extra U's uh, and shit. I don't know what that had to do with anything. So, uh, I don't know, like, old school, like, cup tricks like that. Like, you know, gnarly, gnarly cup trick combos where it's, like, nothing. It's, like, simple, really, but it's built up logically to... If you don't know what that trick is, you should go look it up, nerd out on it, and, you know, do stuff mm-hmm. like... Um, like for example, like JK, like, I don't know, a thousand Moshikame, like, I don't know, just some, I'm just thinking of stuff that it's like bringing it back a little bit and just doing, and, and I mean, do stuff you like too. don't, I, I think people should not feel like they have to do the coolest new tricks to be relevant in Kendama or to like, I mean, not relevant's probably not the right word. Like, I just hope people really enjoy playing Kendama and don't feel like they've got to do certain tricks to um, mm-hmm. to hang, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, do do what you like doing. That's been my thing for these last years is I probably enjoy playing Kendama more than I ever have because it's like, I'm more just like, and if I want to, if, if it's progression for me, that's great, but sometimes I just want to, I just want to sit and do around USA a few times while I'm cooking, you know? Right, right. Oh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of that, like I just I just dropped on YouTube something called Ramen Dama episode one, and it's just me cooking ramen, oh. playing kendama while I do it, and it's sort of got a little twist to it. Shit. Anyway, so are you, you eating? Guys can nerd nice. out on that. I'll, I'll do more of those too because this is something I actually do. I choose some tricks while I'm cooking ramen, and I say I got to land this trick before I can touch my ramen. So sometimes you burn your ramen, and it's kind of high stakes. Oh, <laughs> interesting. That's nice. a new type. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Man. I. I've I don't haven't done that in a long time, but I used to do that cooking all yeah. the time. I would like be yeah. like, even even if it was something like toast, you know, you put toast and be like, yo, I gotta hit this trick or else that toast ain't coming out. Right. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. it's like, well, fuck, my toast is gonna burn. Yeah. Get, get on this spike. Yo, Keith, were you, were you <laughs> eating the noodles? Uh, penguin grip. Uh, oh, the no, I should penguin have. Penguin protein. <laughs> yeah. Shout out penguin yeah. protein. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Shout out. Uh, shout out Tokyo Dama girls. Always doing. Always doing penguin <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out. You know, I don't actually follow that much Kendama on Instagram and stuff. Like, there's like the people, especially that are my friends, and I know. But even then, it's like there's. I've been not on Instagram for a super long time again, or a little while now. But so I'm slowly like following everybody again. But yeah, uh, yeah shout out Tokyo Dom- Dama girls. I'm always following their tricks. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, they're hella cute. What can I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been, they've been, they've been slacking. They could drop a little more, but hey, you know things, things happen. Hey, People grow. Here, here's, here's their impetus right now. Yeah, right. I mean, go, Mirai's been it. doing a lot more than the rest of them with the, the Ko- Kodama and Mirai have oh, the yeah, yeah, Koda yeah. Mirai like the Koda salon Mirai, yeah. club. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Here we go. Which is interesting. The next one. Uh, I think so. So to that last question, I just say, man, like really have fun and go explore some of the styles that you've never done maybe like right. you might find something you really enjoy and for me like we talk about styles like i like lunar flips and stuff i don't know i gravitate towards and this is sort of unconscious i gravitate towards like land a trick stop like pause like balance it and like do the next step like a little bit more than like juggling and doing a lot like in one sequence i like to like mm. do the trick next part of the sequence next part of the sequence and i don't know like it's just step like, by step kind of thing yeah and i like the juggle stuff too it's, i'm not very good at it so i don't like I, i've been kind of kind of progressing that slowly but mm-hmm. you know i don't know just try and experiment go find some some easy stuff somewhere look up some of these old videos and you'll see some tricks that you didn't think of doing and try to do them maybe you'll find some new variation that's really cool i don't know 
Yeah, man. Speaking of those old videos, I was I lurked up the old uh, the WKT Facebook while we were talking and looked at those. They're, they're almost ten years. This is in July when Ballard dropped those first ones. Oh, nice. Shit. A lot of lot of old, or a lot of old, a lot of old footage, but young, very young Ballard, young yeah, teeth, yeah, a lot yeah. of really big T-shirts, Yo, a lot of Zora, a lot of sideways, Dude, we left hand gnarly Ballard claw. That first video, <laughs> he had some gnarly claw action. Yeah, some good trick. There was a trick. I I like put it on and like was not really watching it, but one of them was like. Like the lighthouse half flip spike tap back like one and a half flip to lighthouse yeah like for 10 years ago that's a fucking banger yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh well, i mean that's the thing matt matt was banging back then like it was like yeah. matt was doing like he would drop an edit and it was like no one's ever seen this stuff before you know yeah dude absolutely. and it's funny to look at now because it's like you know new school players gonna be like what you know but <laughs> yeah what he didn't insta out of that to like tap tap insta juggle yeah. like what- yeah what do you mean you went falling in, bro? Yeah. Here we go. So let's let's bang these out. Two more. Uh, and I think we know maybe this the answer of this next one. Favorite non-Dama thing to do? Um, that's actually a really good question. Um, I, I, I would say praying, actually. Yeah. I, I, I love meditating and praying. You yeah. Know? Um, I, was gonna ex- I was expecting music. So I see a yeah, lot of I mean, us too, yeah. It's actually along the same lines, really, to get to play music, you know, really deep. And, and uh, like, I play music at church, too. I do worship music. I do non... I do all kinds of music. But, like, that kind of just, like, the... I don't know. Just getting deep, introspective. Yeah. Um, getting transcendent, you know? Reaching out to God. Like, that's that's my true shiz right there is, is praying, you know? <laughs> all right, all right. Nice. That is a good one. Not one I was expecting to be honest, but hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. Whatever floats yep. your boat <laughs> and what keeps you happy, you know, just fucking jam it. You're, but, okay. Yeah, guitar is probably like next after that, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely, you know, understand the meditation type thing. You know, you just get lost in like making music and stuff. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Yep. Next one Absolutely. Best Dama Fest 2013 memory. <laughs> that's a good question that's a really good question besides taking that check home can I can I say one real quick just a real quick two words <laughs> space lab space lab and that's all that's all that has to be said well oh man that's such a good question I think <laughs> you know you you might expect me to say like the moment that I won and that was pretty great yeah but I don't know if that was really it like Oh, that's really tough because there's there's a lot of funny moments that like going to Waffle House with the Chrome guys was great. That's not mm. or like going to the Konami USA warehouse for the first time. Okay, okay. Like you know, um, mm. like was it taking after- me out of the competition because you took me out of that competition? That too. I don't happen. know if you remember. That, I do remember you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, uh, the competition was was really fun. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Like, give me one, one more second to think about that. The after party was great, you know. <laughs> um, it was kind of a whole new experience for like me and the Wenatchee guys, like not being growing up really like party party scene. So, like that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, getting iced before the. <laughs> That's not really my favorite memory, but... (laughs) Um, uh, 
the whole thing sounds like just everything yeah, compiled. yeah the whole thing I, I i think probably like the moment like like rolling into the event when like the milling around at the event and like just the hype around around the, the community hype around the event and like before yeah. and after the competition but like just the the event itself was really fun and it was um yeah, I don't know. It was, it was awesome. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It's a lot to go over, man. Right? Yeah, so that's, much that's, to that's go a over. hard question for me, actually. Yeah. 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 So, like, okay. I so, mean, I said Space Lab, but I still had so many, too, in mind. I was like, holy shit. Man. You can only... <laughs> only what you're talking about. Remember, I can only... Yeah, there was, a, there was a keg for the after party, and we announced Jake Weens as the new Kandami USA Pro at the yeah, after party. Yeah, that happened there. It, that and, did um, happen there. Yeah, and I remember Gerald pulling me aside before. He's like, I feel kind of weird about this because you just won, but, like, we're about to announce Jake as the pro. I just, like, wanted to talk to you about it before, and, like, we're going to drop it, and I was like, this is sick. And, uh, yeah, and Jake, like, and it was great because Jake had no idea it was coming, I think. He, he, I, I still remember for, like, a whole, like, minute, he was kind of just like, he, like, what? What? Like, Hell yeah. you know, it was, it was sweet. That Maybe that time. actually that might be my favorite moment is like seeing someone in person like get surprised with like becoming the next Kandami USA Pro. That yeah. was pretty fun. That was pretty sick. Hell yeah. That was yeah. All right, this last one is not a question, but it just says I wanted to say I still watch your edits and love your playstyle. Thanks. So love, love from the peeps out there. So letting yeah. you know, giving giving love to Keith. Those old school edits you have, and I'm definitely have to add on with just. You know, shout out again to Ballard and, and those yeah. Wenatchee Kendama team. Like, those, for me, were the first edits that I saw. Because I was playing Kendama for a while before my brain was like, hey, maybe you should, like, Google this Kendama thing or check on YouTube. Because I didn't <laughs> at all. Like, because I'm in Japan, so I would just play with people, like, right away. I didn't even think about... I wasn't lost at, like, who can I play with kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I didn't go out and search for it online at all. But when I did... I saw that, and that was just like, when anyone was like, yo, why are you so hyped on this thing? I was like, here, watch this video. And like, just fucking, that's it. Watching you Dude. guys play, like, that was that was the shit. And again, coming from a background of, be, like, growing up as a skateboarder and, like, buying VHS tapes and fucking watching those forever for such a long time with your friends and like right before you're about to go skate you're gonna get hyped up so you watch a video and they're like all right fuck yeah we're gonna go and we're gonna record our yeah. own like that was the same yeah. feeling with watching those true edits that. So, so true so those were a definitely huge part for me at the beginning and helping me get other people into kendama nice Hell yeah. yeah yeah nice so those are epic yeah, not only that but it was also like taken to another level like like videography wise like just like putting Straight some effort up. into like making your video look good yeah mm -hmm. instead of just like you know setting up a camera and getting in front of it being like oh yeah no it was in the frame that was sick yeah yeah you know like there's actually like art put behind it like someone who's actually like focusing on the camera like not just the tricks kind of thing right and that mm -hmm. was something that hadn't really been explored yet and was like taken like just jump like fucking leaps and bounds beyond anything that had been done at that point yeah guys you sick. guys gotta you know there's been uh, the rumors have circulated over the many years that you know one one more Wenatchee Kendama team movie. I'm throwing it out there. I'm down, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Feels, yeah. If, I, I one feel more like time, the bro. world is down. Yeah, I feel yeah. like everyone's pretty down with that. Oh, yeah, that's gonna blow it up. Matt's not gonna be happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Guys, I gotta show you guys just really quick. We were talking about the first kendama we found in my basement. Here it is. Oh shit. Yeah, found it. That's so this it. is it. You know, it's real kendama. It's just kind of like novelty, like old school. Yeah, right. It's got the like actual shape to it. Just like yeah, some yeah. stripes on it and shit. Like not. And I found this. Super refined. I uh, shout out Alex Roush at EKO 2014. I tested Fourth Dawn with oh, yeah, JKA that's right. the year before. And then, so I was eligible to test for Fifth Dawn at EKO. They brought, the JK came with certifiers. And mm -hmm. uh, so I found this in the bottom of that box. It's my Fifth Dawn certificate for, uh, Hell yeah. for Kendama. So, hey, yeah, you have old school Dawn. tricks you guys should try and do. You guys should uh, go try to do a thousand Moshikame. That's, you, you gotta do that yeah. to that, do yeah. Fourth Dawn and up in yeah. the JK system. Yeah. And um, yeah. They, they, let us, they let us do uh, uh Stringless? Um, yeah, they did let us do stringless. And also, nice. you know, with the Dawn testing, they you're supposed to do, like, only, like, one more Dawn every year. Something like that. They kind of let oh, the foreigners, like, because we so infrequently, it, like, we're able to test, like, mm -hmm. just kind of skip it was. Bit. I think yeah. what it is is it's, like, if you fail up up to fourth Dawn, if, like, if you fail, you can only try once a month or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but they you're were supposed to do it, it in order, yeah. Yes, yeah, and they let foreigners uh, jump up to third Dawn. So you mm -hmm. have to get third at least. Yeah. I, I was one of the only ones that did first, second, third, and fourth. Like nice. I, I didn't skip any. Nice. Good on think you. Most people, most people did the skipping, but it was just because the first time I went, I just got first. That was just what I did. Yeah. yeah. And the second time, I was like, I'm going to get second, and I did it. Yeah. I'm going to get third. <laughs> I, think, I think that year that you got that one was when I got third. Yeah, it was nice. when you got your fourth because you jumped up to fourth and I had I just did the third one. Yeah, we, we tested at the JKA World Championships 2013s when I got fourth, so they let mm -hmm. me just go straight to fourth actually um, mm. at that time, and uh, that's the only time oh, nice. I've ever done a, a thousand Moshikame was right then. Right, it was yeah, under me pressure. too. Yeah. I never I've never done it before or since that oh. that shit. I remember the the testing guy when I hit a thousand. He was like, "Oh!" Was like, I was like, "Oh, did I? Uh, I must have gotten it." So nice. I was counting. I guess my count was off, or his count was different. But um, yeah, We're oh man, it, it must have been be a trick for these JKA oh. guys to have foreigners come and like actually be able to do their tests. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah, they're oh. probably hyped. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, these guys are like pretty good. Like Definitely. tight. I mean, it's <laughs> like, the same. It's the same. No, I mean, they were hyped. There's no probably about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's the same when we were there. when you're like you know when you come to Japan and you just have a kendama around your neck and you know local Japanese people see you, they're like, whoa, like kendama, and then you like do a spike, like swing spike, and they're like, holy shit, like yeah. totally mind blown. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, just any, so many things like in Japan where if, if people who, you know, don't really travel overseas much and they're, you know, just been in Japan for a long time, if they see other people who are jazzed on something that's from Japan, like it's just like so uplifting and so they're just so happy that like their culture or something that was made in Japan yeah. has made it overseas or means so much to other people around the world and stuff. So Kendama is a big connection right there. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes, on that note, <laughs> I got to get rolling. So yeah. this episode Sorry, has to it. come to an end. But oh man, it was yeah, an it's been, epic it's been one. A good grind. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. There's yep. also still so much that we can talk about, so this won't be the last that we, we, right. we see and oh, talk yeah, just... with you about Keith. There will be a part two some sometime in this future, in this Word crazy up. future, but thank you so much for being a part of this episode. 
What are we at? Thank three, you guys. Oh, yeah. three, four, three, four? What is this again? Rod. Episode three, track. four, buddy. Yeah. Number 34. Yes. Man, it's, it's been fucking awesome talking to you again, Keith, and just reminiscing, getting Absolutely. into the... Going into the bank of memories, it's been fucking awesome. I love re- reliving this shit. I'm lucky enough to talk about this all the time with all the nerds. Yeah. It's fucking good shit. Exactly. Uh, shout out to all of the homies on Patreon and Definitely. Instagram, like giving us all the questions and just supporting and sharing and all that shit. Yeah, and if yeah, you yeah. guys haven't checked it out, check out the Patreon, Kendertainment, support MJ's endeavors in the yeah. Crazy Ken games and. All the other madness this motherfucker gets into, right. including the Dama nerds. Yes. And shit. And, you know, there's the perks on there. You'll, you'll see when you get on there. Just exactly, go check it exactly. Out. There's some stuff. There's been a few new people who have been jumping on recently, so I just want to say, you know, thank you so much to those people. I know these times are hard right now. You know, there's been a lot of people who I've heard of, you know, losing jobs, like some friends back in the States. COVID times. Shit's really tough. So special, you know, thank you to people who are still supporting me and those people who have jumped on recently. You know, thank you so much. It just helps out like tremendously. So thank you. And if you've been thinking about it, you know, definitely check it out. There are perks. But if you're not on that wavelength, if you don't want to do that, that's totally fine. You know, just share the video, share it on like on, you know, that we got uh, this thing that's going on that you can share with your new Kendama buddies if they want to know the deep meaning and the roots of this this guild toy shit you know hell yeah history gets dropped on dominoids it's true yeah yeah hell's yeah yeah one more big thanks to keith because just yes the homie for coming out spending the time yeah much appreciated yeah and all you nerds listening on that note the nerds are out love you guys